Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard, and I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Fuck! How do we lose? We lost to the cover! Why is this happening to me? me. I am Will Pukowski and I am Prodigal Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Get a few today, did you? They're nervous. They're calm. <laughs> it's great to contractually be obliged to be here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, after 80 overs, the second new ball is due. I mean, if you guys fall on cricket, I mean, you know that, right? Yeah, that's like, no chance I'm going to fall you. <laughs> 19th century, Pax Britannica. Fuck! Nah, it doesn't really matter, does it? Nah, it's fine. Nah, get it out of the way. Nah, it's all good. England have won the World Cup, but does it really matter? Does it matter at all? The WBBL, of course, we need to talk about Glenn Maxwell's broken leg, the implications for Australia, the World Cup as a whole. As always, this episode is brought to you by Budgie Smuggler. And to celebrate Black Friday starting November 21, Budgie is giving 20% off for all orders of 200 bucks or more. It's their first ever site-wide discount Ever. So they're expecting this one to go absolutely nuts, as we are. And, you know, the best thing about this is it's party season. And right now, Pezzy, we are into some party gear. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely uh, buoyed just looking at you in this in this kit. I, I want to have 10 beers on a Monday morning. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, mate, I'm mate, just glad. Say fuck the World Cup's over. Oh, fuck. Fucking that, that, that fuck giggle fuck bullshit. Rubbish, yeah. Mate. Absolute junk. Uh, we'll, I mean, we'll have, to talk, we'll have to talk about it. But, if I, um, yeah, it was Australia's turn to host this thing. Yeah, Got yeah. the hit and, hit and giggle out of the way. I was the racist, personally. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of wins, too, as always. I won't tell you about the other ones. Fuck, it felt, fuck, it felt like a lot of people cared about it. But nah, yeah. not, not me, not me, myself. That and the Indians love it. The Indians love their <laughs> oh, cricket. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that nice? Yeah, but yeah I love soon it. Soon enough, it'll be Boxing Day. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let a couple of beers wash over me. Yeah. Sure. London is about to finish up. Yeah. Christmas season. Put some thongs on. Lose track of the, lose track of the days. No days. See if I can make it get, you know, afford a mortgage next year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Prices through the floor. Prices through the floor. <laughs> Not a bad time to get in. A couple of Manus montages. <laughs> Smashing the windies, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real stuff, isn't yeah, it? A bit of stat padding. That's the real bit of stuff. Stat padding. Ah, cash in summers. That's it, cash in summers. Fantastic. That's beautiful. You know, what, being wistful about how the windies used to be good. Yep, of yeah, course, yeah. That kind of stuff. Oh, didn't have some great players back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Back, back when cricket really mattered. A couple of montages of Viv. Yeah, you know, that's good. Whispering Death, Michael Holding. They called him Whispering Death, you yeah, know. That's right, yeah. Yeah, wasn't he good? Kurtley Ambrose, 7-1 yeah. at the Wacker. 7-1. Yeah, the deck was doing a bit, oh, wasn't it, wasn't Bluey? It? Oh, 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 this one's shooting oh, through, Bluey. That's shooting through, Bluey. My wife left me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real cricket. And, you know, we'll sit. Who am I impersonating there? I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Uh, 
that's the real stuff. That's the real stuff that's yeah. coming up. Thank fuck that hit and gill shit's over. Yeah, junk. Sam Curran, buck 20, five foot nine. How's yeah. that work? <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Anyway, yeah, so. Uh, good luck to him. Hey, listen, we should say before we get into that. Yeah. Uh, Live shows going absolutely gangbusters. If you haven't seen, we're doing a national stage uh, tour mm-hmm. in line with the test matches. And uh, Perth sold out. Melbourne sold out. Sydney first show sold out. Sydney second show sold out. Adelaide and Brizzy, you can still get tickets. Now, Brisbane, special guest is Justin Langer. So we can ask him how he would have helped Australia win this World yeah. Cup having been the last one. That's right. Uh, so if you're in Brizzy or you're going to be around Brizzy at the time, that's probably a ticket you want. Yeah. Adelaide's still working on a guest there. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, Adelaide, Adelaide. Adelaide's fucking, Adelaide matinee show. I'll tell you what, been there last year with mm. Sloan there. Yeah, it's Sloan. Maybe he's around again. Tatey. Well, I mean, all the whole Pakistan story was about Dos, and I'm just getting shots of Sloon, just yeah. going. I know who, who's bowling the bowling coach? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there. Yeah. Uh, we, we had him last year in Adelaide, and uh, it was fucking raw. It was a riot. Yeah. Now I know apparently for some reason grade cricket is going to be played on that Saturday. I thought I thought all the tests um, stopped in each city. Uh, sorry, I thought the grade cricket stopped wherever the test matches were in that oh. city. But apparently they're playing on Saturday. Fuck cricket off on that Saturday. Yeah. Fuck it off. Yeah. It's not important to you. It's not important to your life. But coming to say TJ is a once-in-a-year experience. Mm. Probably. <laughs> if you're in once that, yeah. yeah that's yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's and we're right. not doing two shows. So put that in the bin. Get around TGC for a matinee show on a Saturday yeah. at Adelaide. It's a great uh, retirement. They, go, they do Highly go hard pre, pre-test. Uh, yeah, it goes ham. Yeah. 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 Uh, gradecricketer.com for those tickets. And also, I mean, I'm just get, I don't know. I'm just getting through this now. Here goes yeah. Patreon. Just sign up. If you want to support us for, for the shit we've been doing the last month and then beyond that, gradecricketer.com. Uh, no, it's not greatcricketer.com. It's patreon.com forward slash greatcricketer right. if you want to get around us, us in turn, get around you, etc. England win the T20 World Cup. Of which we uh, all of our patrons are beginning the exclusive audio for all of our YouTube daily videos, of which we did uh, nearly 30, I think it was in the end, mm. um, for the uh, for the World Cup. And now I understand why commentators just sort of do five overs at a time certain games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> watched a fair bit of cricket recently. and yeah. uh, But, you know, it felt like in the end, Pez, with England winning the World Cup, it, felt, it really did feel like the best team won it. Oh, like, yeah. It really felt like the best team won it. I know that... Um, <laughs> well, they absolutely decimated India uh, in the semi-final by ten wickets. Um, Pakistan gave them a really good game, I thought, for the most part. And the, the game seemed to change in the moment where Shahin had to go off the field and he couldn't bowl his final two overs. Probably, um, he's probably in the conversation of which we often uh, sort of get around, uh, get a couple of coffees together and have a conversation about who mm. the best death bowler in world cricket is. And Shahin would, Shahin would be right up there. And in a low-scoring game, that did seem extremely important. However, the point being, the Pakistan gave him a great game, but um, you know. The G's England felt like the best team throughout the tournament, despite, you know, Ireland doing a good thing once. I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but uh, Ali Martin from The Guardian has been talking about, uh, you know, England unifying the belts of World sure. Cup. That's some English shit, that kind of that kind yeah. of chat. Uh, to, I mean, he's pretty senior journo, so <laughs> I've driven by there and used his comment at the same time. But, um, <laughs> but then distance yourself from those comments. Yeah, just use and then distance. <laughs> yeah. uh, but... Um, He's he's right uh, in in the cricket is boxing uh, and yes. uh, and and we don't know who's in charge and uh, the yeah. viability of any of it. But yeah. uh, seriously, Hearn, I seriously, that I think the win is also after a little bit of a blip from England with last year's World Cup mm. uh, to be seen in context. It's it's basically after they got dusted in 2015, mm. they had a white ball reset, mm. the great reset, and they have yeah. been head and shoulders above everybody in white ball cricket. And this kind of it just confirms it. It gives them that trophy that goes, yeah, this this is England's era, mm. and it has been. They they they're, they're head and shoulders above. I felt the the sort of cricket they played was like it it 
it was everything seemed really controlled. Like like they were able to bosh, they were able to bowl quick through Mark Wood. Adil Rashid bowled great spin towards the end, like really masterly stuff. Their fielding's always on point. Mm. Sam Curran, uh, no one works out why it works, but it's the best in the tournament. Mm. Uh, and then in Ben Stokes, they have probably the world's best cricketer mm. who is able to play a real cricket innings to win them a mm. T20 game. Josh Butler and Alex Hales were pretty much irrepressible. So across the park in all categories, they were they were the best. And then mm. the blip that they had against Ireland was one where if the game goes for three more balls, they win that. So really, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like it, it's it's a very comprehensive World Cup win. Yeah, you know? sure, sure. And they and they timed their loss they had to have perfectly. Exactly. And you can blame and on the rain, which which is that's actually part the of truth. the mastery of it. <laughs> exactly. Have, there's a loss you have to have. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and also, they, they they just before the series, they won that series in Pakistan 4-3 in a great seven-game series. So, yeah. um, they, they seem to win a lot of games. Mm. Oh, and um, they won the big one against us in the warm-ups as well. That's uh, right. Although, we did play a B team beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rain came sort of saved them in the end. That's right. We were um, tired. So. It, <laughs> it, um, it reminded me, Pez, the, the depth of their squad at the moment. It's not even a squad. It's They've got, they've got like 40 international quality white ball cricketers yeah. kicking about. I don't like it. Um, you know, like they've, they've won the World Cup. Um, let's just go semi-final and final without Mark Wood. Didn't play either yeah. one of those two games. Um, but they obviously Joffre Arch is a pretty good player. Yeah. Johnny Bairstow is not there. Reese Topley was in the squad. And David, Malam, David was Malam was injured as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's without um, guys like uh, like Joe Root not even being anywhere near the squad these days anymore, um, who would probably make a lot of other white ball teams. Um, <clears throat> you know, so it's, the, it's a remarkable strength in depth. And as well, given that they also were in the final of the 2016 T20 World Cup uh, and were a Ben Stokes over, final over away from winning that one as well. Now, they didn't win that. The West Indies won that. But um, that's a, a remarkable run of achievement, uh, the sort of run of uh, finals in white ball cricket of being 2016, 2019 at home, um, and then this one here. That's over the, that's over a six-year period. And, and for people who will call out the volatility of the T20 format, which I will do when it suits the narrative that yes, I want to push. Yes, that's right, yes. Uh, you then look at England's performance across five or six years and you go, well, it isn't just luck. You, yeah. If you find yourself there and thereabouts for that period of time, then you're obviously doing something above and beyond what any other country is doing. Unless it's in New Zealand, that is luck for them. That's lucky And for has them. been. For, has uh, been you're consistently, right. Consistently I, 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 will, I will put that to one side. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> That's the exception. Yeah, yeah. so in, England, uh, excellent. I don't like it. Mm. Um, I don't associate anything in England with innovation, um, forward thinking, right. with um, with a, a, a aggressive, attacking, attractive cricket. Yep. Um, that's in spite of what I can see with my eyes yes. uh, and what I can kind of read with my yeah. brain. Yeah. But, um, you know, that nevertheless, you, you, I suppose I begrudgingly have to hand it to <laughs> and, and increasingly more likeable guys in the team as well, yeah. though, which is also frustrating. Yeah. That's a frustrating thing to, uh, you know, reconcile with as an Australian. Mm. For, um, for, furthermore, he goes there like 11 months ago, we're basically building a statue to Scott Boland at the MCG, right, right. England cricket at, at its lowest ebb of all time. Yep. I can only think in binaries, right? So yes. at, at that time, it was like, can't ever see England recovering no, as no, a no. nation yep. economically. Probably that's it's closer to the truth, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we won't be far behind. But uh, and and in terms of cricket, you know, abs- absolutely cooked. Uh, got a couple yep. of good blokes involved. Move a couple of chess pieces around. 
Right. And now um, it's a white ball dynasty. Australia's yeah. nowhere near it. And yeah. England are favourites for the Ashes. So England's men's cricket's better than Australia now. Well, that's uh, – fuck, that's um, – <laughs> that, mm. it is amazing. Like, mm. it's same ground 11 months apart mm. um, to have – I mean, I suppose they had quite a different squad in white ball cricket than they do to, to the red ball stuff. But, um, but yeah, that is depressing. And uh, any time there's an Ashes series – well, not any time, but nine times out of ten these days, the home team is by far the favourite. Mm. Cricket is a lot more even in England generally because um, I don't, I don't, why is that? Maybe because the ball is more involved, ball yeah, more dominant ball over. Stuff. Yeah, um, I mean they haven't won a game in Australia for like ten years, right? In in, in, in Test cricket, but um, yeah, the series are always closer in the UK. But but England should still win that. They'd be favourites to win that because yeah. they're hosting the thing. And then it's like hmm hmm. It's just to buttress your point. Yeah, it's yeah. like okay, well, where's Australia? Sorry, it's completely anomalous. But like, the, I mean, they've had they've done so well since that MCG mm. game, really, mm. which is uh, we, 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 which is to you know win this tournament, yeah, yeah. and to uh, you know produce record breaking Test yeah. wins against New Zealand and India. Ingl- India sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. It's all every, Fuck, every, it's pretty, yeah. pretty fun. Must be pretty yeah. good to be an uh, English career fan at the moment. Look at the from fun. Where they fucking the came fun, from. The fun they're having yeah, at the a moment. Bit of fun. Fuck me. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't rate it or anything. And there's a lot of village cricket there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what about the idea of uh, Owen Morgan like just stepping aside? Yeah. Because he's like, nah, I feel like I'm probably holding the team back. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was going to get pushed before before he jumped. I, I, I had no idea. It's pretty good, but uh, uh, it's pretty good visibility. Good they've, they've won the from thing. Butler. First Matthew, time, first Matthew time Matthew captain Mott aside. Comes in. Was Josh Butler, Josh Butler ever captain to side I before? I don't know. Yeah, I reserve the right not to know that. Uh, uh, he goes actually did um, under sixteen for his county. Yeah, uh, did you he? fucking idiot! You, you fucking know. idiot! Do some research. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Mott, Australian coach. Michael Hussey, Australian coach. Yeah, Trevor Bayless before then. None of those guys get a start. With Not, the, enough with the country. Not enough test caps. Not enough test caps. Well, hussy, hussy potentially, but you know, yeah, um, <laughs> starting a bit late. So yeah, 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 that's um, right. They're sort of doing their apprenticeship <laughs> for England, <laughs> winning World Cups, yeah, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Bayless might be in the conversation. Two or three coaches down the line. I think yeah. we've got to get Jail back in, or someone from that era that three or four guys agree was yeah. good enough as a player to yes. take our side. Yeah, that's right. Um, hoping that we do everything that they did, even though that's impossible generationally. <laughs> and so they might be in the conversation, yeah. and then after that, maybe Bayless, right. uh, who won the 2019 right. World Cup. Yeah, if he wins after, a couple of first grade premierships, yeah, I think Matthew Mott's got to go back to Randwick Petersham, right? Okay, try and do it there. Yeah, got to do it there yeah. first, and the, yeah. and the rainy Tuesday ma- ma- at uh, Petersham ma- Oval, maybe PGs on yeah. the 21s <laughs> flag. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. do the Brewer Shield women. I think. <laughs> go back to that, and then. And then he might be in a conversation. Right, right uh, okay. So, and then we can get those That's how it works. In. Yeah. Mate, what about Matthew Mott? He's won a lot of shit, hasn't he? Yeah. He's won a lot of stuff. Yeah, he only played a bit of state cricket, nah, really. Yeah, he was only, only a first-class cricket. Mott ball doesn't roll off the tongue. Nah, it doesn't. Yeah. New York, As you said last night, <laughs> different than mothball. <laughs> he's from Brooklyn. He's just talking about mothballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the long old tournament for the boys. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so I just, I just feel like uh, – there's there's a great lineage of um, uh, transitions between captains and coaches, and like it hasn't seemed to disrupt their pattern of play at all. In fact, it actually feels like it's gone from strength to strength. You know, ever since Stokes took over the um, Red Bull team and McCullum and the Red Bull team and too. the Red Bull team indeed, mm. uh, and the running of the Bulls team. No, no, I didn't. Ah, work. you got to try. Ah, shouldn't have shot. A go. Um, Do some research. <laughs> there's no running of the Bulls team. <laughs> 
the Chicago <laughs> Bulls, the 96 that. Bulls. Yeah. Fucking hell. Come on, get back on track. Anyway, um, since then, like, it's just, uh, it's gone from strength to strength, hasn't it? I mean, it's been fucking amazing. Yeah. And as I say, like, you just think about it from an England fan perspective, like, just some of the wins they've had, some of the cricket they're seeing, fuck, this... This might not get better than in their lifetime. Like, unfortunately for us, we had the best team ever when we were 10. And then that's the expectation for the rest of your life. Now, if you're, let's say I'm 36 now. So if I, if I was seeing the best team of my life now, I wouldn't have the same affinity to it, you know? Mm. I don't know what my point is, but I guess I'm saying England are good. And it's, you know, it's. it's yeah, you said you're cop, sort of cr- crossing your arms as you're saying that as well. Yeah, I'm just keeping a few things, um, <laughs> sort of guarding myself a little bit. Like, uh, <laughs> also, we've got these party shirts off a of budgie smuggler and Melbourne's back to 15 degrees again. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what, they were, they were lucky to get that game on last night because about, it was about. 3.30 or 4 o'clock this morning, it fucking pissed it down here. Yeah. Like an r- extremely loud thunderstorm. Yeah. Um, and also it's pissing down here today the day after. So, But, I mean, it was like 95% chance of rain. Well, thunderstorms, wasn't it? For the, and it didn't, didn't go off for a ball, uh, a single ball. So, uh, I don't know. I guess they were lucky. But we were lucky the whole tournament, really, um, with the weather. But uh, uh, before we go on, Pez, um, let's uh, – let's, let's talk about these fucking babies on yeah, us here because yeah. this, feel, this feels good. They're, 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 they're soft to the touch. They're soft Real to the soft touch. Soft, but it's not even these It's shirts. real good party shirt. Bit, it's bit, so we're just going to talk about a bit of budgie smart, smuggler stuff quickly. Do you reckon the England um, guys uh, – I, I was talking to our friend Tim last night and he was saying they'd just be staying at the MCG. Staying at the MCG all hours. They wouldn't yeah. be going out. Yeah, right, That right. must be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Like, imagine like winning a World Cup and you're just at the MCG or like whatever, international stadium, and you're just there just drinking just bulk piss. I suppose we should say what, well, yeah, like uh, I was going to touch on this later, but um, people might have seen uh, a couple of photos of, of TGC boys with the winner's medals around their neck. Uh, <laughs> All that happened was all that happened was that uh, <laughs> this, this is this is this is true. This is a true story, so that means it will be true. Yeah. But basically, like where the um, we we did our side mouth stuff, which was on the other side of the ground, and because uh, I was just late yesterday, I had to drive into the MCG and find a park very close to the ground, which obviously set me back bulk sheets. And <laughs> yeah, uh, like, it was where I they saw played. When you trapped, I was like, "Fuck, that didn't miss." Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I knew it was coming, but uh, anyway, I thought my wallet was in yeah. my uh, yeah left. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was sort uh, of actually, waited, in the waited a little bit. Oh, okay. Boot, yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 and, uh, uh. and so it just happens that the, the, the car park happened to be over the opposite side of the ground. MCG, pretty big old ground. And uh, yeah, we, we were like, it's, we, could, we could just, we just had uh, press passes that allowed us to, to go on the field. Not that we ever had like much reason to do so. Now we're in jail for saying that. But um, <laughs> well, it just felt like, well, like it's going to be, jet- it was so late. It was like midnight and uh, or getting to midnight. And mm. we had to come back to the studio to record the review. And um so we're like, if we cut across the field, it will be quicker yeah. to get to the car park. Yeah. So, you know, like, okay. Plus, I've wanna... seen Alex Howard's a glass of red. So I was thinking, <laughs> like, well, I'll have a look at that. I'll have a look at that. That was disappointing. <laughs> and, um, uh, and so we cut across the field and, um, and we, it, like, I mean, to, to be honest, you're like just getting out of the way of everybody. They're doing their, their own shit, right? And and that, that's cool. Yeah. And um, they were their families and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like like it was it was beautiful. You know, Chris Jordan was out on the field with I, I can only guess was family, uh, a young a, a young boy, and um and they were playing. You know, in the middle of the MCG, yeah. and that's that's fucking awesome stuff. And we were staying well away from everybody, literally cutting through, and um, head turned because. Mark Wood was involved in a photo with someone, no idea who, but this person was picking him up and <laughs> like cradling him like a baby. 
and just laughed at that and then kept walking and then yeah. and then Woody 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 goes, Hey boys Run, runs over and starts go, starts going, What about the dimensions? The dimensions long boundaries He's sort of quoting the reviews that we were doing. So he ran he ran up to us, which was really nice, and said g'day and uh, we just said congratulations and he basically he like we didn't say shit because you do want to stay away from these yeah. guys. You know what I mean? Like, let them go. And um, as Englishmen, you mean? Yeah, you yeah. fucking stay well away. <laughs> just said congratulations <laughs> to him, and he, he he said, "Oh, you got to get a photo. You got to yeah. get a photo." So um, I didn't really want it, you know. But yeah. uh, so okay, I'll reluctantly yeah. put the World Cup win in the fans, medal. Yeah, it's yeah, tough, yeah. You, yeah, exactly. And then obviously, yeah, you, you send that to a trusted person or two, <laughs> not for posting, and, uh, and then you just get rinsed. That's why, and that's part of the spoils of victory if you're English. I yeah, hundred percent. So. Um, anyway, budgie stuff. Um, uh, what are we looking at here? Like they're, they're actually going really big for, for Black Friday. So unlike the other stuff that we've talked about in the past, you actually need to listen to this. 20, <laughs> this, this <laughs> you spend $200 or more on their site from the 21st of November. This is the week leading into Black Friday. You're going to get 20% off the whole order. 200 bucks or more. So it runs from 9 a.m. Monday, 21 November, ends midnight Monday, 28 November. Across that week, they're also going to um, draw randomly what they're calling golden ticket vouchers. So there's going to be $500 golden ticket vouchers drawn randomly. So if you make a purchase to that amount or more, you're going to go into the um, in, into the running for getting a $100 golden ticket voucher as well. There's five of them going. Uh, smuggling community is going to be all over it. few key products to go through. Party shirts, which we're wearing, which is extremely light and breathable to the touch. I don't know how else to – I can only, only verbalise that. Looking, looking wonderful on you there. A little bit of a, sort of a, a almost like a leopard print on you. Yeah, colours. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is which, which is doing things. Look to good, me. play good, feel good. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> some of their best sellers, like the pink pineapples, uh, mm. uh, smuggler flamingos, rubber ducks, chili willies, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sailor stripes. Pat Cummins definitely has a pair of them. Uh, available men's and women's. They're the staples of smuggling these days. Uh, and you know families that smuggle all together um, stay no this is, doesn't say this <laughs> families that smuggle together stay together I want to say so it actually helps the divorce rate um, <laughs> it's a community service yeah that, that's right it's heaps of accessories you get your socks etc bucket hats uh, printed underwear range stubby coolers bum bags scrunchies so spend 200 bucks more you're going to get 20% off that bad boy for Black Friday not Fucking bad doesn't miss and the great news is Pez despite how wet it's been in Australia for the last three years and here, indeed, recently, I think La Nina is actually supposed to finish in the next month or two. So oh, okay. uh, we're, we're, getting, we're getting to some real good times now, yeah. like okay. test matches starting, yeah. bit, of, bit of sun on the old back there, on the yeah. old Jimmy Jack there, yeah. Yeah. a couple yeah. of Christmas Jimmy parties yeah. kicking yeah. about, right. dip, your, dip your toes into to a little pool there, mm. uh, yeah. see some sun, yeah. a couple of drinks, yeah. looking good, Stand feeling good, like playing uh, good. Brad Hodge uh, there. That's a good six-sitting This is Brad Hodge <laughs> doing the budget smuggler ad. Uh, I'm afraid. Uh, one no, way no, to smuggle there. No one listens. No one listens to this. It's fine. Uh, yeah, no one's right. listening. Uh, anyway, uh, it's good. It's uh, good. Anyway, good times are about to be here. Anyway, so if you want to cash in with this yeah. Black Friday deal, you got to get to budgiesmuggler.com. It's twenty percent off all orders, two hundred dollars or more. All right, um, let's talk about the whole tournament, Pez. The whole tournament of the World Cup. There's bigger shit that went on here. There's more macro stuff than England just winning. I, do, I was thinking about it in the shower this morning. I don't know why nice. I was thinking about the shower. I mean, Dean Jones week. used to call the shower his thinking station. That, that's, that's really yeah. <laughs> Car just, hole. Yeah. <laughs> thinking. It's my thinking station. 
Um, Sorry, yes, I, was thinking, I was thinking about Zimbabwe, actually. I was yeah. just thinking about how, um, fuck, that's a weird thing to do when you're in the shower. But I was just thinking about, yeah. um, I was thinking about how they, they beat the West Indies. They also beat Australia, just in a you know, one-off game. And they also beat Pakistan. I mean, like, there's something really nice about Zimbabwe's not a, um, you know, a minnow country anymore. They've got, they've got a great history of, um, of international pedigree players, test matches, obviously the Flower Brothers, Heath Strake, Henry Longer. That, that Knocked era, Australia but, off in 83, in the 83 World Cup. Did they? Non-test playing nation. Did they? The okay. Hey, I just I feel like um, when, when there's, when there's others like powers to be, like to, to rise up, it just, I don't know. I think all cricket fans want more than like five, countries that play cricket right you know and like when you see a country with the potential of a Zimbabwe who's been like mistreated on the international circuit for, for years mm. um, to like have these wins and it's like building towards something they're, they're a fucking good team and like and, and this is part of the story of this World Cup the whole World Cup where the, the, the Minnows won so many games and it made it so much more fun and it's it, it became beyond like a fairy tale element it was like no these this is where cricket's going a bit. Like T20 cricket actually um, shortens the gap between the best and the worst teams and-, and Flattens. You know, yes. Flattens it out. Right. Uh, man, and that's, I, that's I, what made I, it so much fun, this 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 tournament. I, I think it was um, a really meaningful tournament. I, like I, I, mm. I think that like it, it if, if there was any doubt about where the future of cricket is going, yeah. uh, I, I think that this has gone a long way to showing everybody- like what cricket will probably look like into the future, partly for the reasons that you say. Like I think that for a long time cricket is, you know, the fear for cricket has been that it's becoming this kind of like monopoly with India or maybe um, what what, Duopoly, Triopoly, is that a thing? Like with with the big three Mm. and all that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden you have this tournament where – a lot of lot of people are a good chance, you know, and mm. there's a and because of the flattening out due to the nature of the format, mm. uh, then it brings more people into it. It brings more interest into it, and then when you combine that with the fact that the next World Cup is, you know, in the West Indies and the USA, all of a sudden you're starting to see a game that is bringing more people into it. It's yeah. bringing more countries into it. And I think by extension, it will bring more interest into it as well. Uh, it's just that Australia didn't dominate and Australia barely yeah. fired a shot. And, 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 you know, in many ways, if you can distance yourself as an Australian from that, that's another um, great thing for, like, showing how many people can be involved in a tournament without just the big guys mm. firing shots. Mm. would have been good if Australia did. Mm. But, uh, you know, and, and, and we happened to just host it. I thought the wickets were quite good as well yep. in terms of bringing bowlers into it it wasn't just a game where like uh you know batters dominated everything just went for four and six etc uh, I, th- I thought in that in that regard i thought the i mean the, the the size of the boundaries in australia the size of the boundaries everyone knows that there's big boundaries in australia but it actually does again bring bowlers into the game because sometimes yep. like when you're watching games in the ipl or, or even in the uae um, even grounds in England, like with the much smaller boundaries, you can hit 55, 65 mm. meter sixes quite consistently. Uh, and that's how you get scores pushing above 200. It's not that that's not interesting, but you do get desensitized to the amount of sixes over and over and mm. over again. And it just brings a different element of skill into batting, I suppose, hard running between the wickets. Fielders are more in the game as mm. well. Bowlers become in the game as well. Um, and I think that is an element with like, with a, a bit more spicier decks than what we've seen. But, uh, I mean, 
particularly in the UAE, mm. where some of those are fucking pretty flat. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes they take a lot of spin as well, but yeah. Shan Masood from Pakistan said that, yeah, for this tournament, you had to put your ego aside and do a bit of old style cricket. Like a lot, you saw a lot of batters starting slowly or with like circumspection mm-hmm. and building, uh, keeping wickets in hand to do, you know, to, to have a bit of a flurry at the end. Now, mm-hmm. like, I suppose the flip side to that is that when you play on smaller grounds, because of the value of four and sixes, like you, you probably have games where one or two good overs can actually bring a team right back in into a contest, but mm-hmm. we probably didn't see that as much in this tournament. But I felt like the bigger grounds actually allowed the better teams in the end to win if they were better at cricket. Like the, the fact that England kind of got it done through through many factors, but really like Ben Stokes playing an old style innings. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's – I still see people floating around going like, oh, he got really lucky with that knock. I mean, that's just – if you want to show yourself to not understand the game of cricket, keep saying that. It's absolute <laughs> bin stuff. Like the yeah. bloke walked out and decided he was just going to shepherd his team to win. Mm. It's exactly what he did. If they needed more runs to get, he probably would have sorted that out as well. But that was that, that's, that was really good batting from Ben Stokes. It's very similar to Coley's innings in that game yeah, against Pakistan, that's right. which which that's that's the best game I've ever seen. <laughs> so so that, 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 that is the game of the tournament. But um, – he started circumspectly in in that game as well. Mm. He started slowly and then he built up towards the end and he went past a runner ball. I, mm. I actually hadn't clocked this last night that that was Ben Stokes' first ever 50. International. In, in, international T20s. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. the fuck? What's that? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Well, it, look, it had every, you know, redemption, fucking heartbreak, narrative arc, the luck. So I suppose yeah. we didn't say before, Shane Sharafridi's injury, that, that, oh, I think you did, but that, yeah, yeah. that, 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 that hurts. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, it was, it was a, it was a hell of a tournament, hell of a tournament for TJC as well. Like, you know, we, starting with that interview with Harsha and then, right. you know, Adam Zamper on the bed. Uh, and we got, we got, <laughs> we got to talk to him. Uh, we, we, we did an event with LBW Trust. Uh, and got to talk to Madeline um, Di Rosario, which is amazing. Uh, India, Pakistan was something never forget. Really, that, I thought I thought that was the highlight. That was complete. That was totally memorable. Then you get a week later, you go back to the MCG, and there's eighty thousand you know Indians to go see them play against Zimbabwe. Yeah, a couple of Zimbabweans there as well. Don't yeah, they? you know, yeah. I mean, what else did the World Cup throw up? Dos, you know, Pakistanis hanging off his every word. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> were they? I couldn't well, really yeah. tell. I mean, I was. Keep getting told that they were. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't you love big Dosses? Like the energy, the energy is un, un, indisputable, undeniable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing energy. Like mm. I. Got to tell you, I I love that in the dressing room. Just a, just a big fucking unit telling you how good you are. Yeah, that that has to feel yeah. amazing. Now I don't know how many words they understood of what he was saying. Yeah, but that's sort of off by, by, beside the point almost. It's like energy. It's just, it's just a big bloke with shoulders to Africa yeah. saying just some nice things about you and be yeah. like, I don't know what he's saying, but I like his energy. I think you know it, it's it's Dos. Like, Australians were searching for some Australian doing good at something, you know, this World Cup. Um, Moddy, yeah, uh, right. Mr. Cricket, yeah, yeah, Doss, Unfortunately, it was Katie. everyone who was employed by other teams. Yeah. <laughs> Barat, a uh, friend of the show, Barat Sundarazen, he said, I think it was on Offsiders uh, on the ABC yesterday, mm-hmm. that you can't underestimate the um, power uh, or, or, yeah, like the the, the influence um, of a great Australian player telling you that you're really good at cricket, which, sure. you know, now by extension, we can feel like we're still good. We're, we're clinging on to some old stuff. Uh, yeah. But that was kind of – Barat was saying that was the that was the effect. You know, you have some some of the golden generation mm-hmm. telling players, like, no, I actually rate you. I think you're good. Mm. Um, our players haven't had that for a little while from its golden generation. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, I, I just thought the whole tournament was excellent. It was a um, – I think it – 
might change things for the future uh, and and change perspectives. Yeah, sure. But I feel like that might be a good time to go into the fallout for Australia. Well, I, I was I was actually going to say I think I think uh, one part of the story of this World Cup is is. I don't think India were favourites going to this World Cup, especially with the injuries to Jadeja and Bumrah. Those are two enormous outs. But their loss in the semi-final was so bad. Mm. A 10-wicket win where they've chased down 170 or whatever in 17 overs. England are a great team. There's no, there's no shame to lose to England. But uh, the nature of that defeat and given the resources that we all know about that India have, it... I mean, that's. It, it, I feel like it was a ba- it was a bad loss. It was mm. a really bad loss. I've seen lots of f- fallout, of course, in in Indian, uh, you know, Indian Twitter, Indian media, being like, "Well, some of the some of the sacred cows of their of their team shouldn't be playing." And mm. you know, I don't know. I think I I don't know, but I presume a lot of that's um, targeted towards KL Rahul and, and Rohit Sharma. Mm. I mean, KL Rahul seems to have a bit of a lean trot for international cricket for a while in white ball cricket. He's had a good. Um, I feel like he's, had, he's done some good stuff with Red Bull cricket, hasn't he, recently? Um, but uh, but I, I don't know. Rohit Sharma is one of the best white ball players of all time. I think he's probably just a bit out of form. It's just wrong wrong, wrong time to be out of form. But um, I guess he's, built, he's building the USA. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, tapering. Kohli's had a fucking another amazing summer. I thought Arshdeep Singh had a good tournament as well. Axar Patel didn't do his thing, I don't think, at all in this, uh, in this tournament. But, like, anyway, I don't, I don't think they were favourites. And, you know, Matt, yeah, Sky, of course, you know. I don't think I don't think they were uh, I don't think they were favourites, but to but to lose like that in the semi final felt felt bad. I feel, I feel like that's a that's a disrupting loss um, to whatever they're going on with. But um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about Australia now, well, I, I think that's a good segue because sometimes those like really chastening losses or experiences might bring about some change, you know, rather than like sure. if Australia had kind of limped its way into the semifinals and maybe got lucky and, and, and sort of jagged themselves a final, mm. maybe we wouldn't have the opportunity to talk about where Australian white ball cricket mm. actually is. Because mm-hmm. if you look at this tournament and go, but th- th- this is where cricket's actually going, you know, yeah. there's more countries getting involved. Mm-hmm. You've got countries like America starting to get involved in this. Mm. Obviously the IPL is the engine that's powering all of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, domestic, um, domestic white ball cricket. And then it's laddering up to World Cup. Yeah, and you look at Australia, and like I got to say, you know, ahead of the World Cup, we we were kind of joking or you know, saying, well, it, it might contextualise the UAE win a little bit, but I have to say, like deep down, I was hoping that wasn't right, and and you have to give credit to winning a World Cup. They still won that World Cup, yeah. but after looking at this one and looking at Australian performances as a whole, I, I think I don't think it's unfair to say that uh, we're nowhere near it in terms of the systems and structures and pathways or whatever fucking word you want to use mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to, you know, best practice white ball cricket. And you have to say that, you know, our rivals who have similar resources like England are well in front. And I, I think that's cause for concern. When you pair that with the fact that the public don't seem to be attached to that white ball journey. Mm. Um, and no, it's not because Justin Langer wasn't involved. <laughs> like it, yeah. it, it just can't be. There's this myriad other reasons. Like the fact that tickets are fucking 120 bucks for mm. people, 90 bucks to go, yeah. uh, that um, the white ball teams behind the paywall for four years, uh, th- th- there's no connection with this team. Uh, some of the some of the games are starting at ten o'clock at night for the yeah. rest of the country. You know, seven pm um, Perth. I'm sure, but like about ten pm for the rest of the country. And, and on field, there 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 is valid criticism, and I, I'd expect that uh, like Andrew McDonald and George Bailey would wear that as well. You know, the re- retention of the captain heading into it, mm. um, the unwillingness to break up some of those bowlers until Stark at the end. Stra- strangely, yeah. but there's a few players going around in that side who probably weren't value when it came to being you know specialist T20 players 
because we haven't treated the format with um, the respect or seriousness that others had, and this is the result we get. Some people might say, uh, well, you know, the, the tournament doesn't go for long enough to allow for the cream to rise to the top. Australia do have some good players, but and, and that, that may be so. I mean, Pakistan lost two games. They got their way through. We lost one game, and we get bumbled out. But if you take Australian cricket, white ball T20 cricket performances as a whole, and why don't we throw the 50-over side in there as well? Um, over the course of many years, we're spinning out the results of just about what we <coughs> achieved this World Cup. Yeah. We're about fifth or sixth in the world. Of the teams that have a whole bunch of money and resources, mm. we're down the bottom. Uh, we haven't prioritised it, and I think that the Australian cricket fans expect the Australian team to be in or among the best, um, given the resources that we have. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but we're not, and I wonder if... Um, I just wonder if this type of defeat and the fact that we couldn't even fire a shot in this tournament that we were hosting, that everyone else loved, mm. that most people are saying, or a lot of people are saying, is 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 one of the best World Cups to have ever taken place, yeah. um, might be cause to reconsider how Australia approaches white ball cricket because this is the future mm. of cricket. Now, for balance, it needs to be said, we have a very good test side at the moment. We're number one in the world. We're, we've got um, pole position to make the World Test Championship final. That appears to be the priority and and fair enough. You know, that's fine. And we'll sure. probably do the next 20 minutes pretending that that's all that matters. Um, you know? <laughs> and, I'm lo- and I'm looking forward to talking out the side of my mouth. <laughs> and I want those minus fucking uh, montages. Yeah, that's right. I want some fucking cash in summer runs and yeah. someone that make 300. Mate, I just want, yeah, that's what those montages were, just a uh, uh, disconsolate third change where Sydney Bowlers just got his hands on his hips and saying, I don't know how to get these blokes out. Bit, <laughs> a bit, a, bit of gang of youths under, underneath that. It's like... <laughs> I'm thinking, fucking, how good's this? Yeah, that's right. How good's I, this I, summer? I won the Cricket Australia Awards at the end of summer. Someone's wearing a white jacket. That means they're going to win it. And, you know, like, we're just looking at, oh, fuck, he played well and he made oh, 280 yeah. uh, at Adelaide. That, that was yeah. flat. Nah, I wasn't there. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a really good player. He averages 50 now. You know, that, 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 that's what I live for. But I, I think it was quite chastening for Australia. I think that I don't think we expected to learn that, like, our, um, our relationship to cricket is very seasonal. It's very narrow. Mm. It's like it's just once you you're nearing work ending and you're able to like, you know, wear thongs as Bharat says and um, and it goes for 10 weeks a year and it's just a bit of background noise and whatever. Um, that, that That's what we get into. But mm. I, I think we've been surprised and caught a bit short. And I think a white ball reset, uh, I'm not saying it has to be like England's, but it's probably upon us because these are increasingly going to be the things that um, the success of an international team is judged by. Australia can't go to the next T20 World Cup and have another performance like that. Mm. You know, like if they go to another one and they they don't have their shit together, mm. then you know that that's going to be um, huge cause for concern. And like I don't know, mate. Like mac- macro speaking, is Australian cricket set up for the future of cricket? Mm. I mean, you start asking questions like Sheffield Shield, what's doing? What are, what are, what are we about? Mm-hmm. Um, grade cricket, two day grade cricket. Why? Why? What's weird? What's, what's doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously, apart from volunteers, showers, everyone's getting everyone's getting a lick. <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, it, there seems to be a lot of teams floating around Australia that like a, a, a possibly um, struggling for purpose. Uh, it, it, you know, I, I just the cricket is changing very, very rapidly. Um, is Australian cricket set up? Is its are its structures are its environments set up to? Um, be at the forefront of those changes. And I just felt like this World Cup was gave us a little bit of an insight into the fact that we might not be 
close to the edge or cl- close to the forefront of the game as we perhaps thought. And you couple that, Pez, with that in a few years' time, the IPL is going to be 94, 94 games in a season. Like there's, yeah. there's already chat about, um, you know, uh, team, uh, sorry, guys um, being contracted for an IPL team or an IPL franchise for an entire year and then they'll be given windows to play national cricket. Bit of talk. There was a bit of talk about that. So, and then I also won the Pez, the the uh, the tournaments that are coming up for Australia. Obviously, it's a nice summer coming up for Australia in that they play the West Indies. But then you know, uh, South Africa's got some pretty good bowlers. Not sure if you've if you've heard about that. They've got a couple of good bowlers knocking about. So, um, and they like coming out here. The, uh, South Africa often win here. Now, yeah. I think Australia should win the series because South Africa ain't got no sticks. Okay, there's right. no, there's no sticks. So I still think Australia should win. But um, but then our bowlers. Best, best attack in the world. That's, <laughs> but then I always have this I, – I keep coming back to this idea, Pez, of, of this generation of team is like just an almost team. Like they almost achieve heaps of stuff. Now, the team literally won the World Cup last year and some of the performances were outstanding in that World Cup. Namely, like Wade and Stoinis and Zampa was fantastic and, and Warner was the player of the tournament. Hazelwood. Hazelwood had a good tournament. Those, I mean, they, they performed really, really well and they won the thing. Um but then, you know, it's, as you alluded to earlier, the context of that is just, it, it's so hard to avoid that they won heaps of tosses. The only toss they didn't win, they got fucking pumped by England, who didn't win as many tosses and got knocked out of the tournament early because they couldn't chase. Um, but, uh, but then, you know, like Australia's got India coming up, where India are away, and then they have the Ashes, and then there's a 50-over World Cup, and then I don't know who's coming out here next summer. Do you know? It might be India. No, it's, it's again, it's not India it's or England. England. I think okay. It's a- Pakistan is yeah, one. That's okay. I think, yeah. I think it's the Windies again. Oh, is it? Yeah, I had a feeling. Windies, yeah. Pakistan. Windies, Pakistan. Okay, yeah. Anyway, I mean, so oh, a couple of geez, geez, couple that's cash be fun. in the summer's oh, coming that, That's going to be fun. Anyway, like it, it, all those tournaments, right? Okay, let's let's say India away, Ashes, fifty over World Cup. Those those are your big three. Oh, there's a World Test Championship final, of course. Of course. What 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 do you what are you taking for Australia there? How many how many do Australia need to win? If Australia won one of those, all of them. I know, I know, I know. That's also the hard thing, right? Because Australia has those expectations. They they should win every series. They should win every tournament they go into. You know, India is the same thing. In India, India hardly ever win tournaments. Um, so of those three, uh, four. What did I say? Three, four. Um, if Australia wins one of those, it'd be good. If they win two, that'd be quite amazing. But well, what if they win none of them? What, what, is that, what does that put us? What, are we do, what, what I'm asking is, what are we doing? What are we about? What's the Australian what cricket team about? about? What, what are, are we about? Because it, it ain't white ball cricket. Do people like the way we go about it? Well, I think that's actually kind of why Justin Langer was brought in, wasn't it? Because we were going about it the wrong way. And then he turned it around to go about it the right way until we yeah. got over going about it that that's way. That's right. We wanted to do a new a way, way to go about it. Yeah. You've got to constantly going. refresh how you go about it. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a key principle of business. You know what I mean? It's, it's like you, you've got to evolve. You've got to freshen up. You, you can't have the same garments every year because Mate. then people get over those garments. You've got to keep telling people, no, there's a new way to wear clothes, whether, you know, in the 90s it's keppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, then, you, then you start getting some of those um, – you know, then you get the, the denim shorts uh, okay, in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, denims so now. In the denim shorts. Yeah, denim shorts. And then you get some, you know, you know when you had that uh, the sort of, what, like a khaki kind of military style yeah, shorts. I was going to ask when the cargo pant was yeah, coming in. Yeah, the cargo starting to come yeah, in. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure i got the chronology right here, but th- these are examples of new ways of going about it yeah, in okay. terms of pinwear. Yeah. And... <laughs> 
You know the uh, what do we want the, to do the about pen, pins? The, the the pant used to be looser, mm-hmm. uh, and and then it got real tight with skinny jeans. Got real like your tight. Mid two thousands, yeah. your your indie your indie rock, your indie dance era, yeah. your purple sneakers. Huge Sydney, moment for, for thrombosis. Yeah, exactly. Huge moment for that. Uh, and and it, it, things just start start starting to um, sort of widen out again on the, yeah. in the pant uh, yeah. department in the in the pin wear. And I think. I think that coaching goes through the same cycles. Yeah, I think that sports brands go through the same cycles. Mm. Uh, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. No, like- uh, If you're not moving forwards, you're going backwards. I, What's I the think, end you're doing? I, I think that regardless of like the um, kind of discreet results that Australia get in- They are discreet. Um, no, but like, in, you know, <laughs> like how are you going to go in- <laughs> He's like, oh, I've heard that word discreet before. Where have I heard that? Oh, in relation, vis-a-vis sex work. Um, so they're going to go to India and it's going to be pretty fucking hard. Pretty fucking uh, hard. They're going to go to England and it's going to be pretty fucking hard. Not yeah. quite as hard, but but hard. Mm. And then they're going to go to the 50 over World Cup. Mm. And, you know, that w- we haven't given one about 50 over cricket since 2015, really. Yeah. Uh, and even then, you know. Um, so that's what I mean. And then the World um, Test Championship final, I don't even know who. Oh, South Africa is second at the moment. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't know. But I, I, like, if you allow, I think the answer to that, the broader answer to that question is like, what uh, the leadership of Cricket Australia, the the um, the elders, you know, the, whoever's, the, the, whoever's in charge, mm-hmm. uh, like what path are they setting Australian cricket on? You know, where, like, what, right. what is it, what is important? You know, yeah. I, I think that fans would be open to the idea of like fixing the BBL, you know, like understanding that that domestic structure that sits underneath mm. white ball cricket has to be fucking top notch. Mm. You know, I, I think there's a lot of merit in the fact that it's actually, it's, it's built for children to enjoy and to get them into cricket. And I have, sta- I'm starting to see firsthand how that happens. I think if you're a 30 year old, you don't have kids, you don't see it that much. You don't see a lot of the value of it, mm-hmm. but is there a way where you can actually have both? Can, like, how do you get it in a window that works for the best players to be part of it, where you can pay them, you can make sure it's best versus best, as best as possible anyway. Mm. And I'm sure kids can get into it as well. I don't think that those things are mutually exclusive. Like, I think that's one, that's one thing they need to do. They need to mm. sort out domestic structures that sit underneath those things as well. Uh, you know, I, I think, like, I think that part of the reason people didn't get that involved in this T20 World Cup is because we've been sold it as a hit and giggle, really, for quite a long time in Australia. The world's moving on. Australia still sees cricket as, like, 10 weeks a year, red ball stuff, um, the national team doing well whenever we decide to pay attention. But, you know, for 40 years, like we were in charge of cricket with Kerry Packer and stuff. Teams came out to us. Mm. We're used to having our na- our summer safeguarded. That, yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. game's gone now. Yeah. That's that's changing deluxe. Yeah. And like the, the administrators need to bring the nation along that journey and like with that journey and change yeah. our perceptions to to be more in line with the um with the true rhythm of, cr- of cricket, which are being dictated to by India. So what I'm saying is like, I feel like people are confused by how many fucking formats are going on at the moment, you mm. know, like finger being on the pulse of the nation, test yeah. cricket, 50 over cricket, 20 over cricket, fuck off 50 over cricket. Like mm. we're just, we're, we're, we're test matches now and we're T20 cricket and we're fucking, uh, how do we make it so we're great at both? That's what I'm asking. Just to be well, great and play attractive cricket in two formats. At the same time, I think one of the best advertisements apparently for the um, the Big Bash has been the England winning the Big Bash because they have they have had players who have played in the Big Bash and India didn't. Yeah, you would have seen Rahul Dravid asked in his press conference after the uh, disastrous semi-final loss, he was asked, well, do you think that was a, do you think that was an issue? You know, what about all the guys who played in the, um, what's what's the England one? The, the T20, the Blast. 100. Oh, the, the Blast. The Blast, okay. yeah. 
all those guys playing yeah. the blast and they also play they also playing the big bash that's how mm. they've won this world cup in australia they're always looking uh. for new ways to or new reasons why they failed this time maybe mm. it was because the players didn't play in these conditions enough and now rahul Drab was saying like well if we let, if we allow our indian players our national players to go and play in domestic franchises that's the end of test cricket yeah, so, so Rahul Dravid is, is, is suggesting that the reason the BCCI don't let Indian players yeah. play in other tournaments is yeah. because they're trying to protect the primacy of Test, test Cricket. cricket. That's Zero right. to do with protecting the actual value of the IPL. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, actually, no, no, it's no, no, actually no. a... Uh, yeah, they're a, doing a nice thing. It's an altruistic thing to yeah. protect the old uh, the old game. That's okay, right, the, mate. The, the classic game. That's right. Okay. That's right. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, uh, look, I, I think. Um, but isn't our problem Christianity? Isn't our problem exactly? That, isn't, uh, our, isn't our problem the Boxing Day test? That's the problem. That yeah. that's fucking sacrosanct. It is. It's a, it, we're, we're built around the Gregorian calendar yes. that was instituted in the 1500s. Yes, uh, that's right. We no longer were about. Um, building our dates around the rule of kings, no, sovereigns, et no. cetera, the third year of fucking, you know, Gregorian. And that was Gregory the 13th or 14th, by the way. Do you know that? Greg Greg had a good run. He also did maps. He also made maps in Sydney. Did he? Yeah, the Gregories. <laughs> one of the, which, which, which sovereign was that? Was that Gregory the 16th or something? Everyone else, the last one changed the fucking dates. <laughs> He's like, what can I do? I can make a map up Sydney, which isn't. It's not as good. The, the, it's very the, the whites haven't invaded yet, but... I've got a few ideas about pit streak. <laughs> what are you going to call it, Gregor? Ah. <laughs> Bit of alliteration there, Gregory's guide. <laughs> that joke will only work for people listening in Sydney and who grew up with a Gregory Street map before Apple Maps or Google Maps. That's right. No, well, there was... There was um, or your Tom Toms or, there was, uh, there was, you know. It was Melvin, the 16th. He made Melways. <laughs> My iPhone killed those blokes. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think yeah, Christianity does kill it, though. Boxing Day, etc. But, like, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think that the upshot of this World Cup from an Australian perspective is, like, that was a fucking great tournament. We yeah. were nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And there are actual structural reasons why. We were right. nowhere to be seen on the field and off the field that the public didn't really get behind it. And mm. I'm not sure that you can abide that as an Australian cricket fan. Like Australia should be in the absolute fucking thick of yeah, any yeah. World Cup, especially if it's being hosted here with the resources that we have. Yeah. And I think there are structures that are actually um, diminishing our mm. performance. I, and if they don't look at this World Cup yeah. as evidence of that, I think that will be um, gross negligence in a cricketing sense. Dude, what about, what about the cost of a ticket being like 120 bucks? Yeah, I mean, fuck, like, that's, now, that's, Cricket Australia don't set no, those no, prices. No, 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 the ICC set the prices. Yeah. But, like, but fuck, I mean, there's, there's, there's got to be a reason for that. Now, like, the, that was the same cost of ticket for games where Indians went. So, like, mm. I mean... I think they, they, it, they were priced higher for home games for Australians. Is that right? As far as I is understand, that right? okay. yeah. That's still, fuck, 120 bucks. That does not miss. You don't go... You, like, someone, also, someone also, wrote into us going, yeah. like, who, who's outlaying who's out that amount of money yeah. for something they... Are a little bit interested in. Yeah. You're, you're only you're only getting out of bed for that amount of money if you fucking if you love something. It. And yeah. like that was the other thing in this World Cup as well. Channel Nine had the rights to it, but they're not like the host broadcaster of the nation. Yeah. And so, from a business perspective, there's no upside to them in like uh, promoting the shit out of this brand that they barely own as well. So they gave it a bare bones treatment, which True. is their right True. as the rights holders. True. Uh, and so the the likelihood of casual fans getting involved mm. when you know most of it's behind a paywall, you're only mm. Paying for that if you really like it, so yeah. you know, I, I just thought it was a, 
I, I thought it was a real eye-opener. I'm mm. not saying, like, um, administrators should have known or anything like that, but I think at this moment in time following this World Cup, some mm. really bold leadership is needed in terms of how is Australian cricket being stewarded mm. to ensure that it is right at the top of T20 cricket, which is the future of the game. Yeah. I mean, it just Mate, it's, is. It's it's barely even the future. It's now. We just, yeah, we've, we've seen it. Yeah. We've seen it right now. And and you can you can be a fan of Test cricket as I am. I'd be deeply saddened if it ever left. I think Test cricket's needed to contextualise T Twenty cricket. If nothing else, I yeah. don't want to see it just become a civil war reenactment. But the truth is. Although Test cricket's well supported in Australia and England, if you look at the rhythms of every other country, let's let's move India aside for a second as a powerhouse, which can kind of do it at once. Every other country has players now that are going Packham Test cricket, yeah. and so yeah. we might still like it. But if there's no one else to play against, then you see what the future is. Is T20 mm. cricket? Other countries are getting involved, and Australia don't want to miss the jump on it. You know, I, I think it needs a real restructure. Yeah, mate, completely agree. Um, also, uh, Glenn Maxwell broke his leg at a fiftieth. Uh, yeah, and so I think that's the real question. So, so he was having a good time. Well, how full was he? Uh, like, like, <laughs> you know, tip a few in, Maxie. Like, oh, we're, we're, we're doing this nonce chat, mainly me, about, about you know, structures of Australian cricket and, uh, and whatever. But, like, it's still uh, – Australia's still great as we're sitting here in fucking Terry Towlings and shit. <laughs> Um, like, like you know, you know, in like when when this when the cricket season yeah, starts, when, when, cricket, when cricket starts, <laughs> when cricket starts, which yeah. it hasn't. Um, you know that the chat's gonna be like, ah, it's gonna get like JL involved, don't you? Yeah. And you know, you're just like, oh, mate, how many beers? How many? How full was Maxie? You know, when he, when he did his leg, which is a good question. But, I mean, uh, fuck the poor bloke. Apparently, he's gonna yeah. be out for three months. So yeah, I, I've not I've not heard anything because uh, it happened last night, didn't it? It happened on Saturday night, but we, yeah, we heard about it on Sunday. I saw Brady Grote kicking about a tennis court. Fiftieth. It's a. It was a school teacher of his, oh, uh, right. and he had a couple of beers. But it was a. It was a freak injury. Yeah, sure. So whatever. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It still sucks. I mean, I've never never broken a bone actually myself, but um, breaking oh, okay. a leg bound for three months. Fuck that. Yeah. And um, he, he has a bit of India stuff on the horizon as well for tests. Uh, well, so. yeah, he was actually he was actually gearing out to play Shield for the first time in a few yeah. years because he wanted to get back into the, the test set. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, he had the big one actually before that was Australia versus England starting on Thursday in ODIs. <laughs> I mean, fuck me. <laughs> you know that like, we're talking all about like, like I always yeah, yeah, think fifty yeah. over cricket. It's got to be. It's cooked. Yeah. Like uh, oh, it has, I mean, it, ha it has to be. You can't have three. Nah. What other sport has three kicking nah, around nah, and is serious nah, about itself? Nah. With respect to everything that happened at Lords in twenty nineteen and whatever, and and you know, but but now it's all laddering up to the, the World India, Cup in India. Yeah, exactly, so you yeah. know, and this India time next year I'm going to be right into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? it's, too, it's, it's too many. It's yeah. too many. Anyway, we hope Max is Joe okay, man. obviously, and uh, it's fucking devastating for him. He's out for three months. It's also bad for guys who go to the Big Bash, obviously watching Maxwell play, yeah. um, who's, a, who's a huge part of that tournament. In fact, he's, he would be the best player in the tournament often. Yeah. Um, Interesting so, to see who captain the stars with Zamper or Stoinis would, would be a shot there, I'd imagine. Right, okay. Who captained last year? Maxwell. Well, it was Maxwell last yeah. year. Yeah, okay. Mm. Stoinis is there, I suppose, as well. I'm not, I'm not sure Stoinis mm. has ever said he wants to play. Um, He wants to, he wants to be a captain, but um, he'd be I'd imagine well. he'd be a good leader, yeah. Uh, they got Trent Bolt. Yeah, Trent Bolt, the stars this I year. Yeah, Bolty, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, he, he's not a captain, but uh, obviously he's a bowler, so he can't mm. captain, but oh, yeah. um, that's the, those are the laws. Um, anyway, uh, before we get into the WBBL, Pez, um, I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about Watto. I want to talk about his book, Winning the Inner Battle. We, yeah. we, had, a, we had a nice chat to Watto, um, which you can still find on your podcast feed. Uh, it went up and then it went went, went down. Then it sort of took it away. Like it's kind of yeah. it gave you a little sort of a little bit of a teaser. It was a teaser for the full interview, and then yeah. we took it down for a bit and went back yeah. up. Anyway, so it's a new way to use the algorithm. It was a great chat we had with Watto. Uh, his book is called Winning the Inner Battle. You can get it. The paperback or ebook version can be purchased at shamewatson.au. Shane Watson. Yeah, just fuck off the commercials. Absolute that, bin. The com. 
Bin the Shamewatson.au. Shamewatson.au uh, for his book, Winning the Inner Battle. Now, I recommend if you um, if you are so inclined to uh, go and listen to that interview or watch the interview, it's on YouTube as well. Uh, I know a lot of people said really nice things about it um, yeah. when it was up, and but yeah, it's still up and you can still get it. And I think he's got his um, his promotional strategy wrong. What a personally, I've told Outside. him that. I think he should be marketing the book more broadly than like um, this this um, excellent explanation of how you can think like a high performance cricketer. Uh, I think he can, he should go one better, and I th- because I think the book actually promises, or part of its promise is how to eliminate anxiety from cricket. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. That, big, that's big, big issues. I'm, I'm involved now. Yeah, now you're in. Like, I actually want to read this book and with an express goal of bowling leg spin without fear, which I, I, wow. I, I will – Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's possible, <laughs> but I'm very glad that there's a resource that exists that's actually going to help people um, – Rid themselves of a lot of the bullshit thinking and and like and fear that you experience playing cricket. Mm-hmm. If you follow the process that he has um, very earnestly detailed, and the best way that Watto's put himself on the line with this book is to literally admit that his own thinking—and these are my words, not his—but was basically cooked for three quarters of his career. He achieved a fair bit with yeah. cooked thinking, yeah. but he only kind of worked out his cricket mentally after this uh, this stuff that he's now sharing with everybody else, yeah. and like. He's been so great with TGC. I, I can. He wouldn't be keeping anything in the bag there, Watto. Like he's just sharing what really worked for him. So he's quite passionate about it. The book's going gangbusters as well, apparently all around the world. So uh, it's winning the inner battle. ShaneWatson.au. Get around it, and it will get around you, mentally speaking. And you can get it anywhere in the world, not just Australia. ShaneWatson.au. Uh, all right, Pez. Let's talk about the WBBL. What's going on? We have ignored this competition, uh, and that was wrong to have done, uh, and I would like to update. Uh, The Sydney Sixers sit atop this ladder of the WBBL, and I want to argue soon that that there's an element of safety to that for two uh, guys from New South Wales. But basically with the table, there's a logjam at the top. There are five teams within four points of each other, Sixers by four points Mm -hmm. or something like that, and then there's just four. There's four all jammed in there. Three are pretty much gone, though, which are the two Melbourne teams. Um, and the Sydney Thunder are languishing uh, at the bottom. Now, huge weekend with the WBBL. Yesterday in the feature game at Junction Oval, Sydney Sixers versus Perth Scorchers. Now, Perth Scorchers got some pretty decent players knocking around. Moons, mm-hmm. Beth Mooney, arguably the best going, going about her stuff mm-hmm. at the moment. Marazan Cap, uh, they've been on fire over the weekend. A couple of big partnerships against the Sixers yesterday. Uh, Moons again, 75 red. Um, huge partnership day prior. Um, Marazan Cap as well. They, uh, I, think, I think Mooney with 99 the week prior as well. So she's just scoring. She's just scoring runs deluxe. Uh, but in this game against the Sixers, they chased one. I want to say one seventy, one eighty, or something like that. The two name. What are the two names for the Sixers? Ah. Just that make you feel like okay, I'm wrapped in a warm blanket, and New South Wales cricket is actually good. E Perry, A Healy, hundred and fifty four partnership. Ah, see you later. Take it within twenty, and uh, then Ash Gardner comes out. Oh yeah, fourteen. I think it was. It was something like they needed. They needed 14 from the last over. Oh, shit. Gardner, bang, bang, two zacks. Yeah. Uh, Job done, six points in a song. And then and then she gets out. I think Aaron Burns gets out. So then there, uh, there's, there's a hat-trick in the offing. And um, whoever's next, I think Nicole Bolton, I want to say, uh, hits a single. 
And then Elisa Healy, bang three covers, four sixes, get up, top of the table, six points and a song, I think four <laughs> points maybe. Uh, <laughs> it might be two um, points. You might, might be. Uh, yeah. They're on 17 points, so, so I don't know what it like is. Yeah. Games yeah, there. Going on. <laughs> yeah. There's probably some bonus stuff. Sorry, Nels. Listen, I think the right names are being mentioned here. Um, and then in the next game... Dar- it was a derby, Melbourne derby. And, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Anna- Annabelle Sutherland, Southo. Yeah. Uh, Southo with 62 from 29 deliveries, okay. which is good to see. There's yeah. a little bit coming through there. Mm-hmm. Hit 23 for the last over. Oh, now I, have, I haven't got up this quote yet. Um, do you want to just talk a little bit about your feelings on the WB <laughs> while, while, while I get this quote up? Uh, Annabelle a, Sutherland said something about this innings that I that I've just got it's it's I've just got into the wind. Obviously, your internet's fucked here as well. God damn it! Look, Annabelle Sutherland was talking about her innings and effectively yeah. um, said that a couple of the sixes she hit, um, you know, she was worried about because they were into the wind. Uh, <laughs> and I just thought that was another really that's good strong um, uh, strong thing to say. Yeah, um, that makes me again feel safe about the future of Australian cricket when you have some of the, mm. the emerging women coming through going just letting people know yeah, by the sure. courage ah, look look a couple of sixes and yes into the wind now we spoke to Annabelle Sutherland that must have been about two or three years ago yep. now when she just was just about to debut for Australia I don't think she had debuted yet she might have been like she was young she was about mm. 19 or something so there's a real strong real strong genetics in that uh, as Mark would say group group on bloodlines yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. Uh, with obviously Will doing good stuff as well for uh, for Victoria. Mm. Uh, did we did we did we see James Sutherland recently? Oh uh, yeah, we, we, yeah we did, but not. We did, did we talk to him? No, we didn't. No. Okay, no. Uh, not not that like we we brushed him. We just no 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 no, no the same thing. Yeah okay. Just, you know. Uh, yeah okay. Went to do something okay, else. I've, I've made that, that, that that's that's sort of my experience of this. Uh, you've run into tonsils tournament. lately. You've run into tonsil Hockley. <laughs> yeah, I've run into tonsils a couple of times. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> he doesn't know that. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, a, lo- he's like a nice Nick. guy. Like Nick. He's, he's a really very nice guy. nice guy to talk to. He's a really yeah. nice guy yeah. to talk to. Oh, tonsils. Uh, <laughs> no, I was going to say, this is my experience with the WBBL because I've been so deeply immersed into the World Cup where I've been working some extremely long days recently. Yes. Almost, uh, in fact, every day for about a month. Um, but uh, the other day I was driving from St Kilda to wherever I was going and I went past a junction and I noticed there was a game on. I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't realise other, other teams put blank at the moment. Yeah. It's so, oh, I mean, got, I, know, I, know the, I know the WBBL is on, but it's just, yeah. My, got, my, my personal experience has been so deeply focused on the World Cup. Well, we're, we're, uh, here's some information. I've got Annabelle Sutherland's quote. Perfect. It's even better than I said, but um, – so she, they needed 23 from the final over. What the fuck? Uh, and um, so to, to beat the Renegades. And um, I think, uh, what was it? Uh, now let me look. This, this is actually, I just want to say, this is really well um, reported by Carla Yeager, who I'm uh, from in, in um, or could be Jager, sorry, from the, from the Age, uh, who wrote a really good piece summarising all the WBBL that I'm borrowing from here. Uh, but what has she said? He, she, so Annabelle Sutherland said, it was tough out there. The wind was coming pretty strong from one end, Sutherland, who hit five sixes for the match, said. <laughs> I was just glad I could hit those last couple clean because it was straight into the wind. <laughs> well, in the future of Australian cricket is safe hands yeah, that's there. That's good. I just want to say also from um, the CEO of Cricket Victoria, Nick Cummins, he mentioned on Twitter the other day, mm-hmm. 
Uh, this is his tweet. October was packed with choice for Aussie sports fans. Great to see the WBBL lead the nation in TV ratings per game average for October. Uh, so NBL, right? NBL 21K, AFLW 38K, A-League 58K, and WBBL 66K, uh, wow. which he goes on to say it would be good to see the media reflect the level of interest proportionately, wow. which then in turn you know triggered a whole bunch of um, uh, mouth breathers kind of talking about sure. some statistical anomalies with that. But I, I think sometimes you can take the macro point of these things and say that that is um, highly competitive and and probably um, dominating, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I hadn't realised uh, that. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, I think I think when he says media could have reflected the interest proportionally, probably includes us as well. So nah, well. happy to focus for fifty percent on <laughs> Annabelle Sutherland's into the wind quote. But I think the main thing is that for me that there's that the Sixers at top. That's safety. Perry Healy Ash Garner doing some stuff, and it's good to see. Um, Someone in New South Wales cricket doing well yeah, at the moment. Because it feels like it's yeah. been a minute. Any danger. Support for TGC, of course, Pez, comes from Manscaped, our dear friends. I was trying to find a decent segue to go from mm. the WBBL mm. to Manscaped. But, you know, mm. it's not my job and, and it never will be. Um, now, you've got um, you've got the Manscaped right here. It's titled Holidays Came Early, Male Host. Yep. And I actually think today it's with you. I'd, I'd like you okay. to read this intro. Okay. It's never too early to play holiday music and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or for all the friends in your pants, you can make this a season to be jolly with Manscaped TM. Do your little drummer boy a favour and use the lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. (laughs) Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use the code TGC for free shipping and 20% off. The other day, Pez, I was using Manscaped uh, lawnmower. I think, we've, I think we've been given the lawnmower 3.0. Such as our such as our commitment Shit. to the cause, that's we we're, we're we're almost in the OG territory. They did ask if so we want third, some third other pro- products. Maybe we should order some more products in. Well, I don't need any more because mm. I already have two for some reason in my house. You were, and you want to see what the four's offering? I guess it's I'll have a, I guess I'll have a look numbers, at four. I'll have a, I'll have a look at four. Anyway, the other day I dropped it in the shower, and it, let me tell you, this thing's sturdy. This thing's a oh, sturdy nice. bad boy. Yeah, I was expecting my pieces all over the floor, much in the same way my life is. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your manscapes a symbol. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's right. Yeah. It's just absolutely gutted. You know, you, know, you, know, you know, the shower's my thinking station. Mm. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, didn't shatter at all. Completely fine. Fully works still. That's good. Yeah. You're talking about your psychology or? Uh, no, the manscape. My, my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Fell over the <laughs> Fell on the floor. Didn't shatter. It still works. Sort of. It reminds me of a Louis C.K. joke. <laughs> cutting his own penis off. Um, <laughs> remember uh, the bag of dicks? Yeah, um, there's a bit yeah. on the talking points, uh, and I'm going to go against the grain and probably lose this contract here because it literally says, do not read, and it's in red, and it says, host to talk about how Manscaped has helped your confidence <laughs> or, or the importance of finding a grooming routine. Okay. Is there any of those two you'd like to pick up? How it's um, helped your confidence or has it done anything to impact your confidence in any way? Um, or would you do you think there is in, any importance in finding a grooming routine? I find a grooming routine difficult in the in my familial context. Go on, La- laugh and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
but but I, I would I I covet a grooming routine. Sure, like sure. I, I think that would be nice. You know, I was thinking about with confidence if I yeah. could go down that path. Yeah, so okay, okay. I went to I went to Dua Lipa on um yep. Sat. Saturday? Saturday, yeah, yeah, you did. I went to, I yeah, I went to Dua Lipa mm. on Saturday, and let me tell you, one of one of what a show! Mm. Like I, uh, I had not realized how many fucking bangers Dua Lipa has. Like right. it, it's like it's like twelve. Right, like, everyone's a banger. Right. Anyway, I had a great time. Um, and you know, like for me, that's like Dua Lipa number one, number one, number one. What the hottest bird? Yeah. I think I, I, I not in the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> now I haven't I haven't really thought about it, but you know, um, I think I think that's right. I think that's right. And, you know, just thinking about like the confidence that you would need in that scenario. You know, if you ever had some sort of whole oh, pass scenario, like you know, I mean, <laughs> if you if you went into that meeting without any sort of manscape grooming beforehand, you, yeah. you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be feeling confident. You, you wouldn't and be you're, feeling. You're good. a taken man. Um, I went with my girlfriend. To be yeah. fair. But what you're saying to the audience of potentially 100,000 plus is <laughs> while you were watching Dua Lipa, you were thinking, you know, if I went into a meeting with her, I would want to make sure I've Well, I bought the VIP tickets. I thought, well, you know, who knows what can happen? Just give yourself a little trim beforehand. Yeah, that's right. Well, you'd want a grooming routine. That's right. Well, the, the Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls from face to balls. Just in time for mistletoe season. Uh, so, yep. yeah, anyway, TGC at manscaped.com, Christmas stuff, get your jingle balls ready for holidays. <laughs> Pez, uh, I went into pontingwines.com.au yeah, yeah. the other day um, and I was just having a look around. I was yeah, having a look around, look. you know, and um, I mean, ponting wine, I mean, I was actually, I was actually trying to use the code get a few, um, which the code does work. You use, get, use the code get a few for. So the, co- the, 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 the get a few code um, works on everything on the site except multi case buys that are already, discount, already discounted. discounted. So right. get a few is, is pretty prevalent across yeah, the site. That's right. That's right. That's right. I was having a look at the, I was having a look at the Mowbray boy. Uh, yeah, which I'm, I'm 90% sure is the Pinot. Um, I, I would love to have this in front of me, but, um, you know, internet down and stuff. So it's going to be good to get this show up actually, but, um, should be good. Um, but, uh, yeah, because it's just, it's just coming to the season, isn't it? Now we're wearing, we're wearing party shirts right yep. now. We're talking about the end of La Nina. We're talking about the test matches starting. Therefore the summer starts. We're talking about Gregorian calendars. And that means that it's time to have a nice bit of wine in the house. You just, yeah. even if you just have something in the house, you always got to have something in the house, don't you? Oh, I've learned that. Talk yeah. about, like, this is an extension from grooming routines. Right. But especially as an adult, you know, yeah. someone comes so over. So pop in, a little pop in. Some, so people come over, you want to, like, I'd, I just want to be able to offer them a, a red or yes, a white exactly. or a beer or yeah. a mixed drink or whatever it is. Right. Or, uh, you know, um, soda water, mineral water. Yeah, of, options. You know, just options. give them options. What do you, what do you, what do you feel like? Options. Uh, you know, one thing about ponting wines that I like is uh, – like I, I think Pont, Ricky Ponting has has gracefully evolved in a way where I do associate him with a wine. Mm. You know, mm. I know a fine wine age as well, and that sort of cliche bullshit. But like, there are a lot of people who are sort of who had kicked around with punter back in the day, who'd be like, "Mate, the bloke wouldn't have touched the wine in his life. He's fucking <laughs> his, his beer for days." But not not yeah. so anymore. Nah. He's, as, 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 especially through, I think, and I've never met his wife or anything, nah. but like the, the wonderful influence of his wife Rihanna, yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. who I, I believe is a woman of the law uh, in her own right. A, you know, well. Um, 
Is she? Going, yeah. Oh, a, right. a, a, a smart person of her own volition. Right. And is, is heavily behind this project as yeah, well. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that's she's probably rounded the edges of Ricky. You know, in an influ- like she's influenced the edges of well, Ricky uh, and, and got it. You know, you see shots of him with wines with his, and with his right. wine partner, Ben yes. Rigg. Yes. His name that's is right. Ben Rigg with that, two G's, that's but right. it's just it's it is the rig. Yeah. A couple of G's and, and a couple of shoulders. I, I you know, There'd be people who are wine connoisseurs who'd, be, who'd sort of be like, look, I don't want to associate that with Ricky Ponting. That's cricket. That's sport. That's a bit mm, beneath my mm. sort of celebrity the, the brands. snobbery of mm, wine. But mm. I, I associate Ricky with wine beautifully. Yeah, me and, too. And if people were popping in, give him a bit, give him a Mowbray boy. I don't need to talk about cricket a lot and go, oh, this is the Mowbray boy or this is this thing yeah, when he right. scored 156 or right. whatever. Mm. It's just a nice drop. It's, it's actually, and they are nice. It's a nice drop. They are nice. At a nice price point. <laughs> just to let you know, you know, it's, yeah. it's at the price point. It's like oh, you, you, you've well, and if it's not, if it's not the right price point for you, use the code. Get a few. Get twenty percent off. Exactly. <laughs> Job done. Once See again. you later. Six Come on. More, more value again. Come on. Come uh, on. CGC. Here goes. Come on. Head into it. Patrick Hargraves. I write to you today to, and there's a bit of an English flavour to these, given they won the World Cup. Sure. Um, so he says, uh, Patrick Hargraves writes. I, I write to you today to ask you to ponder, is there anything lower in park cricket than grovelling to the park cricket businessman? <laughs> Cast your minds back three months, long before India started doing root canal surgery on their T20 lineup, and the T20 World Cup was a faint glimmer ahead. Johnny Bairstow was yet to spray it to all parts, the ball, not his knee, that is, <laughs> with his crunching century against the Kiwis, yeah. redefining the genre, the sport, and the nation yet to come. Yeah. It was still June 2022. I just joined a cricket club in London and was coming to terms with the nuances and differences between park cricket in Australia and here. In Oz, if you didn't have your team cap and shirt, you had let your teammates down, your family down, even God isn't in the best mood. <laughs> here in here, if you smash three pints of beer, great. Grab another. There's more in the bag. UK 2022 equals three PMs, two monarchs, no eskies. One of the peculiarities of English cricket is the advent of inverted commas friendly games. As an Australian, my understanding of the term meant no fucking umpires. But the glorious London Fields Cricket Club would take on an 11 made up of a club greats workmates. Fantastic. Chris works in radio. That's what I want to do. This game will be a fantastic opportunity to ingratiate myself to the London radio community. Fuck that, my white line mentality whispered. Sorry, fuck that. My white line mentality whispered. I tend to open the bowling or bowl first change, realising we were playing on an Astro wicket. I rethought my stock ball. Tits and toes. No point... (laughs) (laughs) No point bowling on a good length. It will bounce over. Either break his toes or bruise his chest. I'm not a quick bowler. I know exactly how slow, which is a bit like knowing how old you will be when you die. That's it, you think. I'm not quick, but I find if you add long hair, a headband and a moustache to your 103-kilometre dibbly dobbers, you look quick, and that's all that matters at this level. No science or cold reality, just the validation of three or so random strangers that you felt quick. (laughs) So I'm in my run-up. There's two playing misses outside the off stump. Later than the Queen on those ones. Fuck it. Got him, I think. York the cunt. Umpire says going down, which it was, but it felt out because he was not he was um, nowhere fucking near it. Plum, a teammate validates me. All of a sudden I'm at the top of my mark. I'm in a friendly game of cricket, hoping to seriously hurt the opposing batsman. I started to empathize with the shark in jaws. These pricks need a lesson in beach safety. And if you're gonna come out to bat against my dibbly dobbles on a Sunday while your toddlers watch, you better fucking wear a helmet. Sorry, you better wear a fucking helmet. The ball blew a kiss to him as it flew past. Whoa, went the slip cordon. Some wags gasped. 
It was uh, it was at that moment I realised we were just playing a friendly game of cricket as a means to pass the time on a Sunday, and there was a cert- and there was certainly no reason to draw blood. English cricket was different. Slightly lowering my aim, I sent a ball down to this fellow who hadn't played in twenty years, trying to hit him in the tit. Without waking, without taking his wicket, I did ensure he gave his two-year-old daughter a big hug when he got off the ground. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Am I a monster? Oh, yeah, actually great to meet you, I say. Yeah, I've just moved here to start a career in radio broadcasting. Oh, Mr. Batsman, you run an audio production company. The man I was, uh, the man I was for all intents and purposes trying to kill an hour ago now had my life in his hands. You were too quick for me, he laughs. Ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, oh, I'm not that quick. Just roll the arm over. You always got bat in it. By roll the arm, I meant to reconfigure my entire body to catapult to catap- into a catapult to hurl a deadly weapon to the point where the enemy would surrender. You always got bat in it. Brackets. You can't, my inner demon tells me. We drink beers in the UK summer sun, and he promises to return my email about work opportunities. Brackets again. Return my email. My inner bowl screams. <laughs> Fuck, this is stream of consciousness enough <laughs> stuff. Two hours ago, I was hoping to put him into next week. Reply all to a hospital visit, you fucking dog. And here, <laughs> and here I was exchanging friendly smiles and hoping I made a good impression. These, these brackets have never closed. He's opened three others. <laughs> I doubt many other prospective employees tried to break his his skull within 20 minutes of seeing him. Suffice to say, there was no job offer. Now all I know is that out there, there's a man who has two beautiful daughters, a loving wife, and successful business, and I tried to end it all because a volunteer umpire didn't give a dodgy LBW. Park cricket is rotting my brain. Do you have any medical advice, or is it terminal? <laughs> this seems to be a story, but he's come across Chris Moyles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, see Radio 1? Yeah, no, uh, he does something. Um... Okay, so he he's played against he's played against a guy he wants a job with, and he's um but he's he's torn between being friendly to this person to uh, create a convivial environment to be uh, uh, awarded the job offer uh, at his radio production firm, but he also wants to win and he wants to hurt this batsman, and he's uh, he's, he's wrestling with this uh with these two inner demons uh, mm. that that cannot coexist mm. because they have separate operatives, um, but but he's shit, yeah, I'm, but he's know. shit. So like what? Yeah, so what are you doing, man? Yeah, no, and and like, look, he's come on. He's an Aussie playing part cricket, and now he's appealing to the grade cricketers. Like, look, iron sort of go hard at cricket. That's how yeah, we. That's play. how we play. Headbutt the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tits oh, and like toes. A couple, a couple of Aussies will sort of understand that yeah. you know when when we Aussies play, yeah. we go hard, and and these these English, you know, they just like to enjoy themselves, and and there's a superiority to that, but. Mm. I just can't. It, it, it's set, you know. I feel like this is Patreon territory. I mean, mm. he says he bowls 103k dibbly dobblers. What what kind of tits and toes is possible with yeah. that? You know. Yeah. What's is is can mathematically can 103k's get up to a tit? What? How tall is the batter he's bowling to? Is and he's saying he's bumping them past the past the skull, and the wags are gasping. I mean, look, there is a world where. Like England village cricket can be that bad, where 103 k's is fucking whispering death. Yeah, oh yeah, no, there it's, is, it's often that bad. I'm just not sure if 103 k's can get past the skull without bouncing three times nah. to the keeper. Nah, nah. Is the keeper keeping up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always a good one when the opening bowler uh, just has just tells the keeper to go back from. Uh, you from know, the like this is sort of. 
He's putting all the right caveats in there. We're all shit, all, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. But like, I just scientifically like, yeah. you know, in, in, like honestly, in like in in grade cricket, you know, like bouncers don't start getting real until first grade. I feel, you know, like like I don't even think there's like unless it, unless there's a first grader coming back. Mm. Sustained bout like bumper barrages, you know, where where there's like accurate bolt and fast bowling at the head. Mm. I, I I didn't see I didn't see a lot of it, you know. <laughs> to be honest, like it I, may have existed, uh, but yeah. Oh, you know, like, and you know, then even in fucking state cricket, you probably go it barely happens in first grade cricket. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like uh, yeah. So, so you know, bowling to a plan like pushing push this guy back a bit, just <laughs> bowling to your field there with two in the hook, and yeah, uh, maybe, maybe one around the corner unless, as well. Unless you're getting paid to play cricket, I'm yeah. not sure whether that's yeah. very possible. The idea of a sustained uh, barrage of short yeah. pitch deliveries around sort of the armpit. It can't ah. happen. Sustained, you know. Like it's sort of. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm gonna go and like. Okay, guys can guys can dig them in. Yeah. You know, I guess, and they can go on the head. But like, you, you're bowl, you're playing fucking end grade here. <laughs> <laughs> just, just can't miss the opportunity, you know. <laughs> you're it's playing just, end grade on Astro, sort of going. Yeah, I'm whizzing him past the I grill. Think, no, you're not. I think you you. What you're is probably, he actually you're, doing? You probably just you probably just would have. Being better off just being a nice guy and probably just trying to get a job, maybe just having a chat to some people and yeah. But he, I guess he kind of was. He guess he kind of was. He was just having a nice chat with him afterwards, having I a chat with Chris afterwards. I suppose that's the broader thing he's but, saying. But he's, it's but like he's, I've got my inner demon kind of cost me some job prospects yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But your uh, inner demon's that. a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, your problem. Yeah. Does your inner demon lie as much as you do on this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing hybrid feels like I'm an Aussie and fucking wizard and pass the old grill there. No, you're not. <laughs> no. no, you're not. You know. All right, let's just read, wait, read one more. Yeah, yeah. Alistair. Dear Sam and Dean. One word. That's one word. Sam and Dean. Uh, I'd like to bring to your attention some absolute shithousery from Saturday for your expert analysis. During the opening game of the 2022-2023 season, our team were sent into field on a wet synthetic during the Kiwi rainy season. (laughs) Ah, yes, the famous Kiwi rainy season. Fresh off the most wickets for last season, our spinner come captain, not to be confused with come captain... (laughs) (laughs) ...decided to bring himself on fifth change extract any turn from a wet astro turn as the batters tried to target the longer boundary so confident in his abilities he refused to have a short third man or anyone positioned finer than point on the offside proper hard drive stuff mm. things seemed to be going along swimmingly as his figures of one for 24 after three kept the other blokes in check <laughs> as he went to bowl his fourth the wind seemed to do a complete 180 as our captain proceeded to bowl not one not two but three separate double bounces all given as legal deliveries by the penguin weirder still the batsman decided to, p- to pay them the utmost respect by blocking them out of fear of getting out despite needing to go at least tens on an astroturf wicket with 40 meter square boundaries before you judge this village behavior i thought i might remind you of bernard uh bozenkay bozenkay friend of the show Bozanquit. <laughs> Bernard Bozanquit, friend of the show, born October 13, 1877, and the first man to bowl a googly. Or Bozy. That's what it's named after. Oh, is that right? Yep. Okay, Bozy. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that because I've had sex before. During a first oh. class game. <laughs> <laughs> During a first-class game in 1900, he ambled in and let one ball soar with a slightly comical loop. 
Samuel Coe of Leicestershire, batting on 98, could not believe his luck and rushed out to play it on the onside. When the ball pitched, Coe stood transfixed as the ball broke the other way. It bounced four times before reaching William Robertson, squatting behind the stumps, who proceeded to whip off the bales and the googly had claimed its first victim. My questions are as follows. What is this park shit? Is there even an alpha in this situation, given cricket is always binary? WG averaged 40 against this kind of stuff, so how good really was he? Good beard vectors, but yours in earnest, Wooly. Yeah. What kind of spin is he bowling? Because, like... The captain? The yeah. Cum, the cum captain? The cum captain? Um, well, I pres- well, I presume it's wrist spin. He's bowling a wrong one. I'm um, as he bowling. I like like, like I like the idea that the, the wind. Uh, like let's say he's bowling wrist spin or whatever. Like okay. um, but if he, if he's bowling sort of finger spin, you know he he doesn't want the village stuff to be judged. But like, I like the idea that like it, there's this inference or implication that that because the wind turned 180 degrees, yeah. Now the balls had now the ball started double bouncing like like the, the it, it wasn't because they were coming out wrong it's like the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they just physically couldn't propel it you yeah, know like that yeah. far down the wicket it's such a head good. such a headwind yeah yeah i don't know man like i get a bit concerned about how like how much shit cricket is about but you know mate i don't know if you've ever been on the field when someone bowled a double bouncer or no not not even double bouncer just <laughs> i have just just um just like when someone can't stop buying wides, you know, someone gets yeah. in a rhythm where like they yeah. just, and they can't get out of the over. Yeah. There's a no ball problem in it as well. Yeah. And then like, then there's a full toss and they just completely lost. I, I've seen it happen. I think at one time, I've seen it maybe like a couple of times. Mm. I don't, don't think I've seen double bounces. Oh, nothing comes to mind anyway, but, um, but uh, when that happens, it's the most deflating thing on the field because it's like one of those things where like something happens in the game where you realize how far away you are from playing in the professional realm. Now, whether that be like, there's no sight screens at a ground or like there's only one umpire or some shit or there's, there's some affect to the game where it's like, Oh, we are so far away from anything being professional yet. Of course, if you play grade or premier cricket, you're thinking, well, I'm in the same system as the, uh, as the professionals. Cause they ought to go through this system to reach the, the, the lofty heights of a baggy green. But when that happens, it's like, Oh God. So imagine like being an over like, as Willie is here and the guy bowls three, Double bounces in the over. I mean, that that must make the entire field pretty flat. <laughs> pretty flat. That's a pretty flat Saturday because then that's the highlight of the day. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like he, I guess he's, he sledged his captain up the top, so hopefully it was some entertainment for him. But you know, like part of the problem with this is really just the um, just the pressure to like always be good in cricket. You know, sure, like, um, sure. You know, sometimes you just can't bowl, and like that, like if you were just a rational person, you'd just be like, ah, oh, we just. You know, it's just it's just not happening for him. Just it's just physical skill. He can't he can't do it. But like, yeah. you know, and they're playing end grade, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so much ego. There's so much ego unnecessarily wrapped up in it. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this is this is this is a comment on your like masculine. This is a comment on your ability to reproduce biologically. <laughs> like, you know, like so your penis yeah. may or may not work. That's right. Um, <laughs> but that's not. We're not even getting to the point where your penis might work or not. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like to, to reproduce because you you're 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 performing and behaving in ways that would immediately like question your virility. Well, no, like immediately people would look and like I, I can't reproduce as this person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. 
you know, like, like you wouldn't even be in a position where the you're like you, yeah. whether your semen was operative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for uh, for the egg. No, it's not. That's not talking about for the egg to get going. If if I'm playing bit of twos and Jill Leaper's rocking up, I'm like son bouncing it halfway down. That's right. No, no, no danger. No danger. I mean, Jewel Leaper might might walk past a second grade game and go like, "I'm not having sex with anybody here because yeah. of the actual thing I'm watching them do." <laughs> this is the this. There couldn't be any bigger turnoff for me that's, than like a couple right. of guys. What the in, fuck are they wearing? Dressed in white pants. <laughs> like, uh, uh, that's right. Actually, just reminded me of. I played. I actually played a game of cricket with my dad. I've, I've totally forgot. This. Have you really? I think um, what like was a great playing game? with him though. Like he might he might have actually been playing with. There was a period there when I was like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, where I might have played a game in the morning, mm. and uh, I have played a game with my dad before. Uh, but um, it was a separate story. But um, he was playing with my uncle's team for a while there. Like my uncle was playing like A grade. Um, <laughs> it was park shit. Let's be fucking real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He'd hate that I said that too, but it's fucking true. Um, <laughs> but I used to go because he, because in his team was a couple of players from the footy team I supported, the, the Bears. Right. And um, and I think my dad is the eldest in the family. Like he, um, he he would play. And I just remember, like speaking of the clothes cricketers would wear, yeah. we I was in my whites because I'd played in the morning. So we both walked into like must have been some corner shop or something to get some like you know drinks for the game. Yeah. yeah. And. Um, and the, the corner shop owner was was like, um, now "You guys are all dressed in white. You you, you must be playing like we had like cricket white. So you, you must have been playing a game of cricket, you know." And Dad was like, "Either that, or we've been at a wedding." Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, "What are you saying, Dad? We're brides." <laughs> Some of the fucking weird shit that cricket puts you into, you know, like, like, like if you don't know cricket, yeah. you don't know cricket. Like, someone walks into your corner shop with any other sports gear on, you're, you're going to get a sense of what's yeah, doing, yeah, you yeah. know, what they're wearing yeah, or what. Yeah. what the, cricket, though, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> Either that or we're being in a wedding. Yeah, about to go down the aisle, Dad. There's two of us. And I'm in shorts. There's some some good fast to that humour from him. Anyway. <laughs> I've enjoyed that. Uh, as we have all enjoyed this World Cup, if you've been watching it or not, you know, as, as we've said, the real, the real stuff starts now. Um, thank you, as ever, uh, to all the people that have uh, watched and, and listened uh, during the World Cup. Of course, there, there, is, no, there is no stopping TGC. Uh, hashtag RCDC Fridays is continuing right the way through at patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. We'll be back next week as well to preview the first test, I suppose, which will be coming up in a, in a moment's time. Plenty of stuff to be going on with as well and those huge one days against England. And I think I speak for the nation when I say, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs>